Hi lovely, welcome to Bloom Best Stories. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Kate, I'm a passionate mama of three and a doula and I absolutely adore listening to women share their sacred birth stories. This is a loving space just for that. Each week I'll be chatting to women across Australia as they share their unique, very special journey to baby. Today I'm chatting with the lovely Janice who shares with us her recent very fast home birth of her son Talo. It's a short episode but a great reminder of just how efficient and beautiful birth can be. I'm sure you'll love listening along. Janice, thank you so much for joining me on Bloom Birth Stories. I'm very excited to hear all about it. Before we get started, did you want to share a little bit about you and your family? Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Janice. I live in Margaret River in Western Australia, and I have two children, um, one daughter, Siala, who is almost two years, and then a son, Talo, who is just gone two weeks. Um, and yeah, my partner and my fur baby. <laughs> yeah, wow, two weeks old, so fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm so excited to hear both of your stories. Um, would you like to take us through from the very beginning what your journey looked like? Sure. So um, my partner and I, I suppose, moved down to Margaret River or Australia, back to Australia just before COVID and um, kind of found out um, that we got a job and we got a house and that we got pregnant all in the same week. So it was all very... Um, like a whirlwind pregnancy and yeah, life, big life change. Um, and we found out we were pregnant with my first at 13 weeks. So yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. (laughs) Um, yeah. And then, um, had my daughter, she was a little early. She came at 38 weeks. So we say it was like the shortest pregnancy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and then, when she was about a year old, we decided we would like to have another. Um, so then I had the longest pregnancy ever. <laughs> no, <not really. laughs> um, but yeah, then got pregnant with Tarlo. We didn't realize, we didn't know um, we were having what sexes we were having with either of them. Um, so yeah, they're both little surprises. <laughs> yeah. So back to your first pregnancy, finding out at 13 weeks, were you having any pregnancy symptoms, no morning sickness? No, I was really lucky with both pregnancies. Um, No morning sickness really at all. So um, the only thing that did happen was I had, I drank a green tea on an empty stomach and I threw that up. And when I looked into having green tea on empty stomach, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes you can feel sick and throw up. So that's all I thought that that was. Um, and, but I did do a pregnancy test and it didn't, it wasn't, it said negative. Um, so we're like, okay. But now looking back, we're like, maybe it was a false negative. <laughs> so, mm. Oh, how interesting. And with your daughter, your first, was she birthed at hospital and did you do any, you're a doula and you also do yoga as well, right? So was that all incorporated in your first pregnancy or did your doula journey start after? Yeah, Sorry, definitely a lot of after. questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. 
first daughter, I, because um, we were still kind of in between Perth and Margaret River, I was seeing the GP that I'd had my whole life who he delivered me. Um, and I was like, I really want a home birth. Like I want it to be like all magical and out in the forest in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of just um, advised me against it. Um, and kind of once he had said that in front of my partner, I was like, I knew that there was kind of no way that it was going to happen, which um, I look back now and I regret but um, it happened. So we had um, a hospital birth for Ciala, um, but I knew that I wanted some continuity of care. I, I didn't want just an obstetrician or just, not just an obstetrician, but I didn't, the, the thought of paying someone, sorry, my son's feeding so No, that, I can hear him. Go. It's gorgeous. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the idea of, um, I suppose, paying an obstetrician who might not even be there for the birth didn't really sit well with me. And so I decided to find a private midwife um, and she did all of our antenatal appointments at home um, and then came to the hospital for birth and then we did all of our postnatal at home as well. So that was really lovely. Um, And that's what started me on my doula um, journey. Um, So after her birth, I went and watched the, the documentary Birth Time, which mm-hmm. I'm sure it has inspired lots of people. Yeah. But I walked out of that saying, I want to be a doula. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went with some other new mums as well as my midwife. And, yeah, so then I looked into it a bit more and was like, I want to help other. I had a great positive experience in hospital. Um, and I think part of that was to do with, like, hypnobirthing and having my own private midwife and, um, so yeah, I was like, I want to help other mums and families feel as supported as what I did. Um, so yeah, second birth was a home birth. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. And were you practicing your yoga throughout both pregnancies? I was. When I found out I was pregnant with Ciala, that's when I said, oh, well, um, you know, I'll, I may as well do my prenatal teacher training. Um, so I did that while I was pregnant because it was COVID and lockdowns, I wasn't working. So it was a good time to get back into study. Um, and then once she was born, um, sorry, I, I continued practicing down in Margaret river cause we'd just moved down here and like making friends at the studio. And then once she was born, um, the studio owner approached me and said, you know, do you want to do a prenatal? And then that moved into, Oh, we've got lots of requests for mums and bubs as well. So yeah, Beautiful. I um, yeah, we started doing um a few like courses of the prenatal and the mums and bubs, and it's just so beautiful being able to support mums through their pregnancy and then see them come back with their bubs as well. Um, yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah, and in your all of that flows right into your doula work as well. Such yeah, a beautiful definitely. thing to complement. Yeah. So nice. So now going into Talo's pregnancy and birth, was this planned? Uh, It was, yes. So we decided um, we wanted, we we kind of wanted to rip the Band-Aid off with the kids and get all the sleepless nights done (laughs) straight away. (laughs) So when Ciala was about one to start trying again and it took us a few months, um, I actually had to 
stop breastfeeding to get my cycle back to be able to conceive, which like I really didn't want to do. I knew that she wasn't ready and I wasn't ready. Um, and it, it took quite a bit of mourning for me. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily though, I have been able to keep her on donor milk. She's still on donor milk today. So, um, I found a really good donor, like a girl that actually just lives around the road. So once a week we walk around and pick up our milk. Um, How amazing is, really- is that? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I feel so lucky to have found this magical mum that was willing to pump for my daughter. Um, yeah. And then so a few months later, we conceived Tarlo, um, got the same midwife. Um, pregnancy all felt pretty much the same up until the last month or so. Cause you know, like, do you think you're having a girl? Do you think you're having a boy? And I was like, I'm not sure. It feels the same. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then the last month or so it started getting, he was a bit bigger. I had a scan that um, the sonographer mentioned that he may be on the larger side and that I may have GD, um, which I didn't particularly want to test for um, and I kind of just trusted. I knew that scans could be out, so I just trusted that he was uh, um, and that I was healthy. Mm-hmm. doing fine um and my midwife said I was measuring fine so I wasn't too concerned um and then the last few weeks I started getting or the last week in particular I started getting um you know the sore lower back and the um period like cramps every night that they, they would um ease when I went to sleep but um, and, and I would be fine in the morning, but at night time that would come. And I was like, is this, cause I didn't really get an early labor with Ciala. I went straight into active labor. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this early labor? I'm not sure. Is tonight the night? And then I'd wake up the next morning and be like, nope, no, nope, it wasn't. <laughs> and then, were, yeah. Were you expecting having Ciala at 38 weeks? Were you expecting this to kind of be around the same time yes definitely (laughs) I got to 39 and 4 with Tarlo so I've still never made it to a due date (laughs) for a guest um but yeah I was expect I definitely wasn't expecting to make it to past 38 weeks (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so this time you were birthing at home with your private midwife the same one Yes. Yeah. Same one. This time I hired a doula and a photographer with Ciala. I was like, no, I just want my partner there. Um, and we're going to our little cocoon, but, um, obviously doing the doula training, I was like, wow, these people are invaluable. Mm -hmm. So I picked my doula nice and early. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, then at 39 and four, well, Ciala's birth was only five hours and, because we're in, it's not a country town, but it's a 40-minute drive to the hospital. And so for Ciala's birth, we were like, I, I'm pretty sure this one's going to be a, a bit quicker. And because I don't have to drive to hospital, I'm probably not, that probably slowed me down the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were, we were planning a quick one, um, but we just didn't realise how quick. <laughs> <laughs> So I had a birth set up and the birth pool, it wasn't filled or fully blown up just yet. 
but we didn't get to use any of it. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Sorry. He arrived in 45 minutes. Yeah, that is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, wow. And throughout your pregnancy, did you do any birth education or I guess you were doing your dual studies at that time? Yeah, so I'd done hypnobirthing with Ciala um, and then I did, yeah, my doula training. So I didn't feel that I needed to do any extra studies as such, but I was definitely still reading books, um, watching videos. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And Um, then plus you had your doula with you this time around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I attended a few births as well, starting up my business and, yeah, it just um, gave me so much confidence in my own body that, um, yeah, I felt that I didn't need any further education. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder with Talo's birth if you were perhaps in early labour for a few days and then your body was doing some hard work that you weren't aware of. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was definitely it, yeah. So (laughs) probably about six days where I went to bed every night being like, I am pooped, like... (laughs) (laughs) And then, yes, p.m. on Tuesday a few weeks ago, um, I just had a contraction or a surge that was a lot heavier than the previous ones, and I just looked at my partner and I was like, I think this is it. And, yeah, he called everyone on the list, the midwife, the doula, the photographer. Um, I went to the bathroom just to check everything was okay and I'd lost my mucus plug. Um but then the surges were so strong, I couldn't really move far. So I didn't make it um, very far. We, he was born in our bedroom and dad had to catch him because none of the birth team had arrived yet. <laughs> wow. I wonder how many even contractions you had. <laughs> did it feel like it just went so fast? It did, yeah. I should go and look at the tracker. I, I was tracking the contractions to start with and then, a few minutes in, I was like, get this phone out of my face. I know that I'm in active labor. Oh. I don't need it anymore. Um, yeah, so we had the midwife on the phone um, and she was just saying, like, I, I was kind of checking myself, which um, I was like, I can feel his head. I was saying his, but I don't know why. I didn't know it was a him. Um, and I was like, he's crowning, he's coming and going. And my midwife just said, um, you know, when the head comes out, you're going to have to guide it out slowly. And I was like, I, in my head, I was like, but you're going to be here when the head comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, head was out and I was on my knees over the end of our bed. My partner was just behind me and um, midwife again was like, so when he does come out, you'll just have to check, you know, the cord isn't around his neck. Um, yeah, he came out with the next surge. Um, my partner just quickly checked him and I said, and I was like, pass him to me. And yeah, straight on my chest. And my midwife, no, sorry, my doula came in like maybe two minutes later. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Was there a point once you started having those big surges and you realised you were in labour, was there a point that you remember thinking, I'm about to have this baby? Like you knew that it was happening yeah, yeah. When I, I could feel his head and then it was, 
I suppose I was getting the urge to push like quite early on and I was like, no, like I really like, no. <laughs> um, and I was like, but no one's even here. Um, but yeah, it was all fine. <laughs> wow. I'm mind blown and amazed, but also this is birthright. Sometimes this is how yeah. it goes and it's incredible. <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah. oh, so through your surges, did you even feel the need to kind of um, do any kind of pain relief or were you getting into different positions? Was your husband helping you out there or it just happened so fast? It did happen so fast. Everything was out in the living room, like ready to go. <laughs> that I couldn't even get there. <laughs> like I had my comb and everything. Um, but he, so I did, I was standing to start with, standing and swaying. My water's broke and then I was like okay got down on my knees um and then got my partner to start doing double hip squeeze um and in between he was like running off like checking if the pool is filling up and then coming back and yeah I did because I knew I couldn't reach anything quickly I suppose like my comb or um I just had some affirmations in my head like they were all pinned on the wall out in the lounge room <laughs> but luckily I saying them in my head um you know like we're gonna meet our baby soon like we're working together um and just saying like saying to myself that I was strong that I could do it and yeah (laughs) wow and how was your husband going being the only one there (laughs) (laughs) he was good he so I actually lived with my sister and my brother-in-law as well my sister was home so she was on pool duties filling up the pool (laughs) and he was Mm -hmm. running back forward in between um he did really well my, I suppose he had a little bit of practice with the first birth because I labored at home for so long with our first birth well not for so long I labored at home for four hours in like quite active labor mm-hmm. then we drove to the hospital and then Ciala was born pretty much straight away at the hospital so he was he was prepared, I suppose, to be by my side, to be holding my hand, um, to be telling me the affirmations and doing the double hip squeezes. And I suppose from doing all of the doula training, he has, um, you know, heard what I've been saying and watched birth videos and things like that. So he was really prepared, yeah. Yeah, and and just trusting of you and the process. So amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And... Um, I've seen some beautiful photos of you in your pool. So you got there eventually. Yeah, thank you. We So we moved. The, my placenta actually released within a few minutes um, while I was still at the end of the bed. Um, and then my doula arrived, my midwife arrived. We jumped onto the bed so my midwife could do um, like initial checks and I could just kind of catch a breath. Um, and then once everything was good, we moved out to the pool because, yeah, I was like, oh, I, I still kind of want to jump in the pool. <laughs> um, and in the pool I had flowers from um, my Blessing Way that all of the guests at my Blessing Way had, like, set an intention for me um, and then gifted me the flowers. And so I dried them out and put them in the pool. So I really wanted to get in the pool and feel all of the love from um all of my friends and family so yeah we took That's a few so photos beautiful. yeah so um, nice did you have any tearing or anything 
I had a small tear, um, but my midwife advised that it would probably heal easier without stitches. Um, and that was exactly what happened with my first as well. Same, same tear, same, same spot. Um, so yeah, recovery is going really well. Yeah. Oh gosh. So amazing. And how did you feel after that? Once you got your head around what just happened? Yeah, I was definitely in shock for a little bit. I never, I knew it was possible, but I never thought that I would have a, well, precipitous labor. I thought that I'd get a couple of hours at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I suppose with, with Ciala, um, I was prepared for a long labor and then I got this five hour labor. So I had kind of already mourned the fact that I was never going to have an early labor. Like I had ideas in my head, like we'd go to the beach and be in the water and go for forest walks and things like that. Um, but I knew that that was never going to happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I was in shock, but um, I think I've handled it fine. I, I, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how has your postpartum been? Do you think you've approached that a little bit differently now being a doula? Definitely. Yeah. So obviously I hired a doula. <laughs> that was the first thing. Um, and because I live with my sister and my brother-in-law, they actually moved in two days before my first was born <laughs> um, with, without the intention of staying. But because she came at 38 weeks, they were kind of going to stay until due date and then find their own place. But because she came early, they were helping with the dog and cooking and cleaning. And I was like, you guys can stay as long as you want. And so they're still here a few years later, which is totally fine. Um, so, yeah, they've been helping heaps this time as well. Um, and then I've got the doula and I'm, I'm paying more attention to um, the first 40 days or, or the fourth trimester, um, resting a little more. When Ciala was born, it was December, so it was Christmas time. So I probably um, pushed it a little hard um, with you know, catching up with family and things like that. So, yeah, taking it a lot slower this time. Yeah, beautiful. And how has Ciala adapted having a little baby brother? He loves it. She's so excited. <laughs> she just wants to hug him so hard and kiss him so hard. And so sometimes we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But, yeah, she loves it. Yeah, so what's the, what's the age gap in the end there? Um, it is 22 months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And how has your breastfeeding journey been? Good. With Ciara, I had a flat nipple. Um, so I did use the shields for a few weeks, um, but she fed really well and I loved feeding her. Um, and then with Talo, I used the shields for a couple of days, but we've just taken them off a couple of days ago. So, yeah, it's going well. Nice. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm in awe. This has been the shortest birth story ever, but so beautiful in the <laughs> <Yeah>. same breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you wanted to chat about while, while we're here, Janice? Oh, I don't know. I'm no, I mean, I've followed you for a, quite a while because I've seen your beautiful breastfeeding photos. Um, oh, yeah. They're very inspirational. And, yeah, like I would love to be able to feed 
um, Ciala tandem lead, but um, we'll see. We haven't um, tested anything out just yet, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, but she's you could see how she's so in love she with boobies. Like every day, she's <laughs> like boobies. Um, oh, bless. So yeah, she might be willing. You can just pop her back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, soon the donor milk. We've got about. A, maybe a week left so soon she'll go back onto my milk that um mm-hmm. I've been collecting with a hucker um and hopefully yeah either I'll be able to pump for her or she'll get back on the boob I don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah oh that's so beautiful and what is your um work looking like moving forward obviously nothing at the moment you've only got a two week old but Um, In the new year, I will start looking at um, taking on clients, but we'll just see how Bub is going and how I'm doing. So, yeah, yeah, there's no rush in there. Just bask in your postpartum glory. (laughs) Yeah, I will start back at at teaching yoga probably because that's just a couple of hours a week. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Well, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your very beautiful story with us. <laughs> thank you for having me and for spreading these, you know, positive, good stories. I really, um, yeah, I really watched a lot and listened to a lot leading up to both of my births. And I think they're so important and so powerful um, in showing new mums that birth doesn't have to be feared. Um, that you can trust your body like it's a natural process and unless there is something, you know, high risk about it, then just to embrace everything about it. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think so too. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Bloom Birth Stories. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and share with a friend. And if you'd like to share your story, reach out. You can find me over on Instagram at Kate Bloom Doula. See you next week, beautiful.